Hi guys, welcome back to the new episode of the Corporate Conscious Black Girl Podcast. I am your host, Patience, aka Beauty and the PhD. And today we are starting our transformation series. We're starting with the first step, and that is going to be the transformation journey of professional growth. It's time to unlock your potential and create the career of your dreams. But first, let me talk about what I have been up to. You guys, there are so many great things going on in my life. I mean, there's some not so great things happening as well, but... I did not get a chance to record last week's episode because I was just doing so much. So I did start my new job. I'm about three weeks in. And this week was really me diving into more of hands-on projects. I've actually been given the lead on a new project as well. And also making some changes at home moving, doing a lot of different things. And so it was just a lot going on and I did not have a chance to record, but I missed you guys so much. And I think this really plays into the reality of how making a change in your career could affect so many parts of your life and why it's so important to do it the right way. Okay, so it has been a a crazy couple weeks, but I really wanted to get started with this episode. So I am back, I am focused, and I am excited to share some really great tips that are going to help you guys to build the career of your dreams or that business of your dreams. So let's get started. So as we really start to embark on this transformation, I want to draw some inspiration from a quote that I really love. This quote is from Oprah Winfrey, and she says, the biggest adventure that you can take is to live the life of your dreams. And I actually have this posted in my office. I also have it on my vision board. And it is just a powerful reminder that we all have the power within ourselves to shape our careers and pursue those things that really set us on fire. The hardest part that I find when I'm having conversations with people is not knowing where to begin. So I want to help you guys start. You know, if you've listened to previous episodes, that I am a big advocate for self-assessment. We are not perfect beings, and so self-assessment is really great for us to take an inventory of what we are capable of. And in the professional sense, it's really good to question your abilities and to question the current roles that you have in your life because that is what's going to help you propel yourself forward. And so when you're accessing your current career, your knowledge bank, your passions, you really need to focus in on the skills 
and the strengths that you have. So a really good way to do this is to look at the skills that are prevalent in your passion that you do now or your job and look into how those current strengths can apply to other things. So by doing this, you really can gain clarity on your abilities. You're able to identify the areas where you need to do the work, but you can also identify areas where you need to do more heavy lifting, like where you might need to put in more work. You also can identify the things that come to you naturally and easily and know that you really don't have to do much to improve those things. So I think a really good way to do this is to write out a list of all the jobs that you have had. Take a look at the skills for each of those jobs. I like to go and look at my resume and look at those job titles. And then I go to a really great employment website called Onet. And I use Onet to really give me a breakdown of all the job responsibilities for whatever that job title is. I look at those skills that I really want to highlight and I see how they match up with my strengths. And then I put a star next to them. I highlight them and usually I'll go and I'll make a whole new list and I work off of that. That is just how I assess my current career status. I mean, you could do it many different ways, but I just find that this is a great way to get like a more accurate understanding of what my skill set is. And if you're trying to pivot into an entirely different career, you can also use Onet, that website. You can use it to type in whatever your dream job or your dream career is and look at the job responsibilities and then try and see where you need to bridge the gap between where you are now and that, that dream, that ultimate goal. And essentially, the skills that you want to get are going to be the, the main focus. So just an example. So for me, I moved into a fully a full tech role in data management and I had somewhat of a background in programming from my current career in electrical engineering. I had an understanding of mathematics, discrete mathematics, statistics and things like that. It was helpful, but I did know that I needed other hard tech skills that I didn't have any experience in, like programming, to, to essentially get the job, like to secure the role. And so when you're looking at a new job or moving into a new career, part of that assessment is making sure that you have the basic knowledge. So aside from tech, another great example is healthcare. Moving into healthcare, you need a specific set of skills, and oftentimes you need certifications and specific courses as well. And if you don't have those courses, it's going to be really hard to like pivot into that area. So making a list of the job responsibilities for that specific roles and then start to move backwards will help you fill in the gaps for that next area. 
And so that brings me to the next step, which is going to be setting the goals within that transformation journey. What do you really want to accomplish in your professional life? This is a really important question for me because I found that knowing what I ultimately want to get out of the job is what matters to me most. I have centered my entire work experience now around fulfillment and around making a difference because I feel like when I am able to do the work that is rooted in making others' lives better, it's easier to wake up in the morning and it's easier to give the validation to the things that I'm doing. I think that is very, you know, much in align with my Aquarius moon. You know, Aquarius moons are really into the greater good and doing things that are good for all of society. And I really thrive in that. Despite being a Leo sun, we often, often, you know, get a bad rap for being selfish. But having that Aquarius really balances me out. And I know that that is where I have to lead everything that I do from. And so that has helped me helped me really to like get an overall sense of what my goal is in my professional life so just for you know general understanding like so maybe you want to work in a field that it requires you to have a professional degree like a lawyer or a doctor there are there are different steps that you need to take to get there. So like if you want to be a lawyer, you know that you have to, you know, at least have an undergraduate degree. You have to sit for the LSAT. You have to do a clerkship. I believe this is a requirement. And then you essentially get your Juris Doctorate and you can become a lawyer. Those are smaller bite-sized steps that feed into becoming a lawyer. Also. You know, another example might be maybe you want to start a business. So for me, I ha- I'm really enjoying my new job. I'm really enjoying my role in technology. And it's really playing into a lot of bigger ideas that I do have. Part of that, like I spoke on, you know, me really wanting to do something for the greater good and that it's going to change a lot of people's lives. I've decided that I wanted to have my own tech startup. I want to start my own, you know, technology product or or essentially platform that is going to really help African-Americans and and specifically in business and finance area. But I really want to do that. And so I know that it's going to take me a while to get to that point. So I've given myself a hard deadline of two years where I'm going to spend my free time trying to get the knowledge and understanding that I need to eventually get to that point. So I know in between that time, I have to not only finish my PhD, but I also have to work on my programming skills. I have to get funding. I have to create a solid business plan. I have to, you know, sell my idea to people. And this has all been broken up into smaller goals. 
I know that I can do this because I did the very same thing when I got accepted into my PhD program. I knew that I had to first finish my MBA and then I had to get, you know, get my MBA in order to get accepted into this specific accelerated program because this program was not the traditional five-year PhD program. It was two and a half years. And a part of that was having that MBA. So I knew, okay, I need to take this certain amount of classes by this deadline in order to make the application window. And by breaking it down and giving specific dates, I was able to hold myself to that. And that's the most important thing is like holding yourself accountable to those things. I say all of that to say Rome was not built in a day, guys. You are really going to have to take small steps and it's going to take you some time to enhance your professional life. You're going to have to invest in learning. I highly, highly, highly suggest that you utilize some of these online courses like Coursera that are going to help you transition into different roles. They have, you know, everything from public speaking, you know, they have tech, they have, they have so many different great programs that are going to help you get to that next level. If you're a veteran like me, take advantage of free programs and that they have specifically for veterans. So another option for me when I got out of the military was based on the training that I had in avionics, I was I would have been able to get my pilot's license in a shorter time because I did have flight time, but the military was going to pay for that. There are programs like that. There are also programs specifically tailored to people of color and women of color. So, you know, specifically, like if there's something that you really want to do and you don't have the funding to pay for those courses, please research. There is money out there for women, especially women in underrepresented spaces. We need more Black women doctors. We need more Black women in law. There's so many different spaces where we need more representation in film, in, you know, all these different industries. Like, And there's money. There's people out there willing to pay for that. So please, please, please do your research. Look for grants. Look for your state organizations that have programs that are going to help you get into those industries. And then on the business side, there are a lot of venture capitalist programs that are popping up now that are willing to invest in Black women entrepreneurs. I know for us, systemically, raising capital to build businesses is the number one reason why there is a cap on so many Black businesses and why they're not able to progress to the next level of multi-million dollar and billion dollar corporations is because they do not have the funds to expand. Research on those things. I know I have particularly been researching grant funding and venture capitalism 
and finding companies that are willing to invest in an idea and a product that I have. They're, they are out there. So I feel like we often overlook this one area. So networking is so, so, so important. I was having a conversation with a friend the other day and they said, you know, I don't have the big fancy degrees, but I still feel like I've been able to be successful. And I had to agree. As someone who is now getting a terminal degree, I don't feel like I'm any better than anyone who does not have those degrees because I understand that sometimes it's not about what you know, it's about who you know. And there's so much power in networking and getting to know people. So I'm going to give you guys a, a, a little gem that's going to help you really break the ice and become a little bit better at networking. Because I know sometimes it can be a little intimidating, especially for introverts. So I have to plan my conversations. I, I do have you know, the gift of gab. I am a very charismatic person, but that does not, you know, negate the fact that I do have social anxiety. And so even though I'm really great at speaking internally, like my body, my mind is going crazy. So I developed this thing that I call my elevator speech. And so when I introduce myself, I often use this speech. And so I say, hi, my name is Patience Johnson. I'm a PhD student and I have a background in education and engineering. And my goal is to create or do blank, right? So that is what my elevator speech is. And your elevator speech is really going to be what gives you that confidence to go into meetings and into these workshops and things and be able to speak on the level where you're talking to CEOs and deans of college programs and venture capitalists and, you know, often in the spaces that we don't really see ourselves, like having that prepared introduction is often going to be what sets you apart because a lot of people meet these big names, they meet very powerful people and they start to stutter and they start to fumble and they don't know what to say. But having that pre-planned elevator speech when you go into it, boom, you already knock it out of the park. Anything that comes after that is really just based on the the exchange of energy and the goal of what your conversation is. So having a good, you know, a great elevator speech can really help with networking. Also, do your research there. I have lined up for myself a lot of conferences this year where I am going. I'm going to the Blackest Tech Conference. I'm going to Afrotech. I am also going to some influencer networking events that are not necessarily tech, but they're more in alignment with the culture. And so they have CultureCon. This year is going to be, I believe, in LA and in New York. 
And I'm trying to align myself and put myself in rooms where I can learn, but also maybe get a break, like get a big break. Because, you know, there's so many systems in place that we really don't have access to a lot of things. There is that glass ceiling that exists, but like putting yourself out there and having the hard conversations with people is what's really going to help you to excel. And so I think that the biggest part of this is to get started. I know it can seem like a really daunting task to change your entire professional life. Maybe you've been in healthcare for 20 years and you decide that you want to go into acting. That's something really big, you know, but there are classes out there. There are unions out there. There there are local plays and local, you know, theaters that can help you to get to those places. It seems scary, but if you have these goals, if you have a vision, if you know your strengths, it's going to be a lot easier. And so I really look forward to hopefully in the future, you guys sharing some great stories with me about how you have transformed your professional life. I really hope that you guys check out some of those really great websites like Onet. Also check out your, you know, LinkedIn. Make sure that your LinkedIn is updated and optimized. There are great YouTube videos showing you specifically how to optimize your LinkedIn and create it so that recruiters are actually coming to find you instead of you having to apply for jobs. I really want you guys to think about going to conferences and starting to network. I also want my ladies who are entrepreneurs to start looking for ways to grow your current businesses, looking for funding so that you can go from, you know, one hair salon to two, looking for places where if you have an idea where you want to create your own makeup line, start aligning yourself with people in the industry. Or, you know, I didn't know that beauty chemistry was a big thing. And like, just knowing more about that is going to help you. So I just... I'm just really excited for you guys to start on this first part of your transformation. And that is all that I have for you today. I I look forward to these next couple of weeks as we continue on this transformation journey. And I really, really hope that you guys stay tuned and stick with it, even, even if you don't need, you know, a total transformation in all these areas. It still might be beneficial for you guys to stick around and to listen in to every series because there are going to be small gems in each one that is going to help you. So... I want to promise to you guys that I am going to stick to the schedule and we're going to continue these next few weeks. New episodes of the podcast are going to be dropping every Tuesday morning and we're going to continue on this journey. So until next week, stay corporate and stay conscious.